Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, hello. (laughs) Oh, welcome back, my friends. I took a couple weeks off because I felt like I needed to. I felt like I wanted to. And so I did. And I feel great about it. I know a message that I get all of the time as a business owner is like, you know, you just show up even when you don't want to, and you just keep putting content out even when you don't want to. And I just don't know who exactly made these rules. You know, like, who was the decider of all of these things? And why do we listen? I don't know about you. Um, if you have not heard of Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies, go check it out. If you're anything like me and you just get off on quizzes and knowing more about your personality and stuff like that, it's a good one. She has a free quiz online. Millions of people have taken it. It's Gretchen Rubin, Four Tendencies. I can um, tag it in the show notes, but I am the rebel. And it was something that I felt so guilty about for so long because I was like, oh, cool. I'm like the worst one. (laughs) You know, when she reads through them, uh, she gets to the rebel the last and it's just it's a it's a heavy one. It's a hard one. And it's it's rebellious. But I kind of think that rebellious streak within me, the you tell me to go left and I will undoubtedly go right. It's like, I, I don't even mean to. It's just this, it's like, I don't know if it's the red hair. I don't know what it is, but I just feel the need to not always go with the flow. Now, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, listen, just tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. Let's keep it easy. Let's get it done. But also other times I'm like, why? Why do we do this? Who made this rule? Who made this law? And so, you know, I took a few, a couple weeks off and I feel good. So, you know, that's something that I give a lot of my clients permission to do as well, because you're getting the same messages that I am, whether it's with work or whether it's with your family or whether it's with working out, you know, it's like, uh, hashtag no days off and you never regret a workout you do or whatever those stupid sayings are. And can we just like get over those, please? (laughs) I'm all for just doing what you feel that you need to do and know that some people just won't get it. Some people are going to think you persevering and pushing through every tired day or sick day or down day is going to be amazing and just so inspiring. But then there's going to be other people out there that when you take a day off or you call in sick or you cancel plans because you just don't want to do it are going to be also impressed and inspired and motivated by you doing that. So all of this is being said to 
start tapping into what you want to do. This is like the backbone of so much of my coaching is helping you figure out what you want to do. And actually, that is the perfect topic, or that's the perfect intro for my topic today. Now, I want to tell you, in my head, this analogy makes perfect sense. And sometimes I think analogies and metaphors and examples are really helpful to give to just kind of solidify the message, to really hit it home. And this is your brain and a food scale. Okay, many of you, if you're listening to this, I'm going to go ahead and bet (laughs) you have one, if not two, food scales in your house and or you have used a food scale at some point in your relationship with food. Am I right or am I right? Okay, like I definitely know I went through a phase of weighing everything meticulously. And I want to use a food scale in an example for this work. And that is, so when you have a food scale, if you want to weigh something and let's say you're baking something. So the recipe, if you know about baking, has to be pretty exact. Unlike cooking where you can just throw everything in a pan and add a little more salt or a little more butter or a little more garlic, it comes out pretty edible, right? But with baking, you have to be precise. Like a half a teaspoon more or less of one ingredient will ruin the dish, right? That's pretty exact. So what does the food scale have to do with this? So I'm going to, I'm relating the food scale to your current relationship with food. And when we think about a food scale and a recipe that we're using, if we have the food scale, we turn it on, and we set a bowl on it first, and then we start adding ingredients, you know, the however much of baking soda, flour, sugar, salt, blah, 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 blah. We measure it all out exactly, and we mix it all up, and we bake it, and it comes out, and it's horrible, absolutely garbage. You're like, what? So you throw it away and you do the whole thing again. You put the bowl on there. You start adding ingredients in. Exactly the same thing. You double check it. You're like, okay, this is going to come out good. I watched everything closely. I know everything was just right. You bake it all up and it comes out and it's trash again. You feel insane. You're like, what is going on? I'm reading the directions. I'm doing everything exactly right. All my ingredients are new, so I know that they're fresh. I know that this is a good recipe because it was given to me by someone else who's done it, or maybe you've made it in the past. But for some reason, it is not working. And you're banging your head up against the wall, and you're like, I don't know what is going on. What is going on? is that you never zeroed out the food scale after you put that original bowl on it. Or maybe you had the food scale with the bowl and then you turn it on so it still took the bowl into consideration. I don't care how 
perfect your measuring is. I don't care how fresh your ingredients are. I don't care how many times you make that same recipe. If you do not zero out the food scale, it's not going to come out right. Because without zeroing it, your scale is going to be way off either too much or too little. So, you know, that half a teaspoon of baking soda or baking powder is going to be way off, right? You're going to measure, you know, may, if you're going for the weight, you know, like you, you throw in the flour, you're like, okay, I need 650 milligrams of flour or whatever. You know, obviously I don't bake in the metrics because I'm in the States, so we just use cups. But um, if you're doing that and you're weighing it in there and you're going off the weight of it, It's not ever going to come out and you are going to end up feeling like the crazy person or the failure because you, you're, you're weighing it. You're doing everything right, but it's still not working. Okay. This is where I'm going to tie it back in and hopefully something clicks for you, but this is the exact same thing in your current relationship with food and your body and exercise is that kind of the bowl on the scale in the very beginning is basically the years, if not decades of information you are carrying in your brain that you have been taught, you have been sold, your mind has been manipulated to believe are true. And so you go out and you buy macro plans and you do workouts and you buy new meal plans and you try not eating, you try eating everything, you try meal prep delivery, you try anything you can think of to stop binge eating. And every single time you go back to it, why? How is this happening Again, you figured it all out. You've looked up the calories you need. You know that exercise is good. You know that vegetables are good, but damn it. Why do you keep binging? You know, I know for me, I'd get a day or two here and there and I'd think I've got it. And eventually the other shoe would drop and I would be cruising through fast food. I'd be locking myself in my bedroom with a box of donuts, some Oreos, some chips, some red vines, you name it. And I'd be binging again, thinking, what is wrong with me? There is nothing wrong with you. But what needs to happen is we have to basically zero out your brain. We have to hit that tar button on the food scale. We have to get you back to baseline. Otherwise, you're going to be adding all these things in, taking all these things out time after time, wondering, why can't I do this? The same thing that would happen if you were baking a recipe with a food scale that you didn't remember to zero. And you're like, oh my gosh, why can't I get this? And it's not that you're a bad cook. It's not that your ingredients are wrong. It's not that your oven is horrible. It's not that anything like what you're thinking is the problem. It's as simple as hitting 
tar. It's as simple as hitting that zero out button or calculating the bowl weight into the math of the stuff that you're putting into the bowl. So we go to all of these meal plans and programs and routines, and then we just go, screw it. I'm just going to eat everything because clearly something is wrong with my brain and I just can't figure this out. And that's not the case. The case is that you are working at a deficit. You are you're you're trying to get to a place that is damn near impossible with your current, you know, beliefs and information swirling around in your brain about food and body. So many of you, you know, you're listening to this. I hear it all of the time. I know what to do. What is wrong with me? And that's the most frustrating part, right? You're like, I know what to eat. I even have it in my fridge. Or I don't have it in my fridge. I intentionally don't buy it. And yet time and time again, I will leave my house at nine o'clock to go buy the thing that I just didn't buy earlier because I thought that is what I needed to keep out of my house. Or I perfectly prepped all of my food and yet here I am on the couch at 8 p.m. binging on a bag of Doritos. What's wrong with me? Nothing. It's that we have to zero out your thinking. And this is the first part of what we do within coaching when working with me is I kind of strip down your brain and we get to what's the baseline. We look at what your actual baseline is. We look at your your current thoughts and beliefs and behaviors. We look at what you uniquely are doing with food and your body and why you're doing it. And we just start stripping away, chipping away at all of these things that aren't helping you. Because I know you're smart. I know you don't want to keep doing this. I know how consuming it is to have a relationship with food that feels like a new job. You know, you're, you're lost, you're confused, you're exhausted, you're overwhelmed. I mean, if you have a, a life and then you're also trying to manage your food stuff, it's, it's like you're never off the clock unless you're sleeping. You know, I know that that was my case. The only time I had a reprieve was when my eyes were closed and I was asleep. And so that's why we feel extra crazy when we reach for all of these meal plans because we're adding more to the bowl that we never zeroed out. And it's not that, you know, fruits and vegetables and exercise and stuff isn't, isn't bad. Like it's not bad. It's good for you. But the way you're currently thinking and living and breathing, when you add those things into your current identity, you will inevitably use it against yourself, right? I mean, just let's look at your track record. Every time you do a new plan, you usually end up quote, falling off or using it against you. Or you think, you know, tomorrow is going to be different. But until you recalibrate yourself and, and how you see food and how you view yourself and your relationships, you're going to keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. You're going to keep reaching, you know, for plan after plan or 
you know, any way to control your food. You know, it just has a different package name. It just has a different food name. It just has a different meal plan name, but really it's all the same. And it's just, it's going to be an extreme waste of your time and money to continue doing these plans and programs until you reset yourself, until you can get really clear on what you actually want. You are going to keep running around and spending all that time and money on things that will just maybe, if you're lucky, be a temporary solution. And the great news about this is that it really doesn't take long to do this recalibration on your brain. I have a newer client that I just signed a few weeks ago, and she said to me last week, I cannot believe how this work is impacting all the other areas of my life. I cannot believe how this work today is making light bulbs go off from things years in my past. I cannot believe how much of a ripple effect this is having on so many other areas than just food. Because when we reset your brain, when we recalibrate, when we take you back to your baseline, when we get you back to neutral, it's not just your food. This is going to happen in all of your areas of your life is that you're finally going to get to kind of break out of this self-imposed cage you've been putting yourself in for, again, probably decades. And you're going to experience freedom in a way that I swear to you, you never have. So many of you have a hard time making decisions. You're very indecisive. You wonder if it's the right thing. You worry a lot. You go back and forth. You're like, I just want to make the right thing. I just want to do the right thing. And when we do that recalibration of your brain and get you back to zero, you can begin making decisions easily, quickly, confidently, because you don't have all those other forces coming into play, trying to figure it out. And you're trying to keep everyone happy and just do the right thing, right? When you're clear on you, you can make these decisions in a way that you've never done before. You will start to see things in a light that you've never seen before. So it's not that you're crazy. It's not that you're broken, but we have some kind of back-end work that we have to do for you to start moving forward. But once we do that, it's kind of like Sonic, Sonic um, Hedgehog running through like a power-up, you know, when he ran through those little coins or whatever it was and he like shot, shot up really fast. That's kind of what this work is, right? It doesn't take forever, I mean, if you think about your relationship with food, this is a client interview that I did a few weeks ago, and she said, you know, I've been struggling with food for 20 years. That's what made me reach out to you is that I looked at my life, and at just over 40, I was thinking, I have got to do something different. You know, over half of my life, it's been consumed with food and thoughts about food and weight loss and CrossFit and exercise and wanting to look a different way. And so she came to me and within a couple of months, she was 
doing exactly this, which in, in time is a way that I've seen it actually just on a walk a couple days ago is this example that I was thinking about is like, oh, what I first help women do is reset themselves so they can start getting what they actually want. Because a lot of our decisions, a lot of our choices are based off what we think others think we should do, what we others what we think others will approve of, or we just make decisions because of external factors. We're completely shut off to what we actually want. And that is precisely what I help you do. Like me taking a couple weeks off from the podcast. You know, sure, I could have shown up. I could have kept going. I could have put some episodes out and they would have been fine. Like, you know, what's the saying? Like better B plus is better than nothing at all or whatever, I guess. But also sometimes not. Sometimes you don't show up. Sometimes you don't do it. Sometimes you don't can't or sometimes you cancel. Honestly, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you feel good about it. All right, my friends, I am back. I'm happy to be here. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I have two more spots left for coaching uh, before we go into 2021. So if you're interested in grabbing a spot with me, you should, uh, let's see, I'll put it in the show notes. You can grab a call with me through my scheduler or you can just send me an email. You can also connect with me on Instagram and we'll set up this initial conversation and we're going to, it's a free call and we're going to figure out exactly why you're still struggling with food. So we set aside an hour and we dig into what's really going on. I want to know you specifically and your current relationship with food, but more importantly, we're going to get into what next steps you need to be doing to get those results that you actually want. All right. I hope you have a great week. And also, if you haven't, if you could drop a review for the podcast, I would really appreciate that. It helps others find me. And I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.